Welcome to Namecast. Kevin, if there's one thing that you can count on, mm. Namecast will always be there. Even if we have no other videos up on the channel <laughs> in the past couple days, Namecast will always be there, folks. It's true. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Namecast, our podcast where we talk about a lot of things, but mainly we focus on a specific indie game each and every single week, Kev. Yeah. And this week, what do we got? To the moon. To the moon. Now, I didn't do introductions right, but my name is Nathan, and beside me is... Kevin. And we're going to be talking about To the Moon. It's an emotional indie game from Freebird Games. And next yeah. week, if you want to you know, be be up with us and down with things and uh, join in on the conversation, <laughs> basically, we will be playing The Banner Saga. Yeah. Very excited about this one. But anyway, we got a lot of news to talk about, too, because I don't know if you knew this, but I think last week was the... Uh, the E-Tray? Is that how they, they say that in Fr- French? French? <laughs> <laughs> Tray? They, they say uh instead uh, of E. That's uh, great. Uh, 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 uh is what they say. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to the uh, uh, uh? <laughs> so uh, we have uh, some Sony and Nintendo news. We got the Mario Rabbids E3 stuff. We got uh, some Blizzard job, job postings causing rumors. Yeah. Rumors that uh, I think you're A very few, excited few about. A few exciting rumors. Yeah. Uh, we got Iowa Interactive is now fully independent, and wow. the summer sale season is starting up. It's uh, it's upon us. It is. You, you can look out and see the, the summeriness. Yeah. Mm. Now, in in the in the vein of summeriness, you know uh, the times they they are changing as we hurtle on this rock through space. Okay, and as <laughs> as time continues in this in this motion, what have you been up to? Yeah, I figured that's what you're trying to get to. Somehow, <laughs> What's new, way. man? Man, there's there's some some new stuffs. It's, new it's been a big stuffs. week for me. Okay, not expectedly big week because I expected like yeah. this next week to be the big one, but. Okay. That was this week because I got a camera, Ooh. a fucking legitimate camera. So for those of you who have seen our videos where we do like our faces and stuff, yep, that's filmed on like what was it like three hundred dollar yeah. and we got camcorder thing, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 an okay camera, but yeah. I don't know. I've been getting real real into the uh, cinematography side of things, mm. and I wanted a camera that I could actually do things with. Yeah. Um, so I ordered myself a Sony a6300, which is a fantastic camera. It's, it, a, it's a beast. Yeah, it does 4K video. Yeah. It has amazing low-light low performance. Um, lots of super neat features. The 4K video that it has is actually 6K downscale to 4K, which is yeah. mind-blowing. And... Uh, yeah, I am super impressed with it so far, and I don't even have anything other than the kit lens. I have a yeah, exactly. real lens on the way. Um, and that thing's going to be sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be absolutely insane to play with, and yeah, I'm super excited for stuff I'll be able to do with it, but it's been a learning curve. Yeah. Oh my. Like So what I've been doing is, unfortunately, it's been like kind of overcast, blow weather mm, since mm. I've gotten it, but uh, for the couple days I've had it, like I've taken it out when walking home from work and just like getting a few shots and just practicing taking those shots, taking them home, bringing them into Premiere and color correcting them and right. color grading them, trying to get them to look nice and, you know, playing around with the footage I can get from it. But like when I go to record something, 
it's really hard for me to remember all the different things I need to do. Okay. So first of all, there's like playing with exposure, which is like kind of balancing a couple different settings and, you know, maybe putting some filters on the front of your lens to darken things down a whole bunch and like, you know, doing what you want to do with that. Um, So like that's been like engrossing my whole mind. I've kind of been forgetting that. I have a polarizer filter on the front. So what that does is it's, it's just like polarized sunglasses. It like it's rid of uh, reflections and gotcha. stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, but incidentally, it also makes the sky kind of really blue and like stand, have its colors stand out like it would to your eyes. Okay. Um, but like I, I always forget about that because my mind's so wrapped up in the exposure stuff. And, you know, on top of that, like I need, <laughs> I've been like trying to find good framing for shots, but right. like. Uh, it's pretty difficult yeah um so yeah lots lots of things to practice and yeah it's been been fun for yeah. sure because for right now you're just basically working on not really landscapes but kind of you know kinda, bu- yeah. buildings and uh alleyways yeah type things it's kind of what i'm more interested in is some yeah. really nice landscapey type shots yeah i feel like we have a lot of practice with interview-esque shots already yeah that's pretty that's much what, what the, for channel the channel consisted of for the longest time yeah, yeah. so yeah it's, it's been a fun fun little learning experience yeah um other than that i've played a few games one thing i've been forgetting to talk about i was honestly about to call you out on it and i had it all planned out but whatever you can can continue well listen kev Mm -hmm. i hear there's uh, the tuna and shelbo are going on some adventures you know some halo adventure i don't know what people (laughs) do in halo i (laughs) i really didn't plan much out that's all i was gonna do i was just gonna yell at you fair enough what have you been playing yeah, I think I mentioned this a good while ago. I started playing Halo 5 mm-hmm. campaign a long time ago with Shelby, and that was like a... Shelby from Bonus Barrel? From Bonus Barrel, yeah. It was something we just did every week. <laughs> like, yeah. we continued on. We beat Halo 5, and oh my fucking God, the ending to that game. Good? Bad. So bad. Oh, that bad. So, like, open-ended, like, answers no questions, like, resolves absolutely nothing, and it's just bullshit. Cortana's going fucking crazy. Oh my God! Aquatana <laughs> died in Halo Four. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, nope. you're right. <laughs> okay, okay, I, th- I thought so. Yeah, I don't know. She ended up existing in some like universe-wide mainframe thing built by Forerunners, and then came back into existence. And yeah, it's a whole Halo Five has quite the story to it. And then we did Legendary too, so we got the bonus Legendary oh, shit, ending. Nice. Um, and all that is is it shows like a camera panning away from a uh, uh, Halo ring. Okay. Yeah, that's it. But okay. that's cool. Like, I yeah. don't know. I want to go back to a halo ring because, like, that fucking visual of the skybox with the halo ring kind of going up in the it's, sky. It's really cool. It, yeah, yeah. It's awesome, and I want to see more of that. Okay. And... So now are you yeah. guys playing any through any more halos, or is it yeah, just... Yeah, so we beat Halo 5, and then we yeah. start moving on to Halo 3 ODST. Okay, yeah. Um, which has been pretty fun, but, like... Honestly, that's what we were originally planning to play, but I couldn't get my 360 set up, and her brother, who we were also playing with sometimes, couldn't get his three or couldn't doesn't have a 360. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we were like, oh, so I guess maybe we can do like the backwards compatible thing through the Xbox One, but that's only through the Microsoft collection, which Shelby didn't have at the time. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so we played Halo Five instead, but then Shelby got the Microsoft or Master Chief Collection, sorry. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're playing this remake that's, like, 1080p, 60fps, 
and oh my god, does it have some issues. Oh yeah? Yeah, like Master Chief Collection is kind of notorious for issues, but like, oh my god, I cannot believe they actually released It's this, that bad. This port. There's sometimes, like, so we were in one kind of stage where these there, there's these uh, invisible brutes okay. that are throwing um, spike grenades, and there's other enemies throwing, like, firebomb grenades. Mm-hmm. And I think all the effects and stuff going on brought the game down to like three FPS or something like that. How is that acceptable? I know. Like <laughs> it was insane to see that on like a console game. And there was another point too. There's like some super weird things. Like yeah. Shelby was on a ghost and like she uh, slid into in into me, but like kind of turned. So we're, I ended up going like into the side of her vehicle. Okay. And both our games like locked up. Fuck. And off. eventually like. Really? Eventually, like, it kind of came back in super slow FPS until, like, she could get her ghost away from me. Wow. But, yeah, like, super freaking weird. And, like, it's funny, too, because the Halo 3 port actually has some pretty great performance. Yeah. But the ODST one, even though they're based on the same engine, has these huge issues. Wow. Which is a pain because ODST is actually, like, a really cool game because, like, you're a weak ODST and, like, you feel weaker, you feel smaller. What's an ODST? Um, so instead of being like a superhuman Spartan, it's just a highly trained soldier. Okay. Um, ODST stands for orbital drop shock trooper. So okay. they're the ones that would get dropped from space in behind enemy lines. Bunch of pussies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And like the story to it's super cool. Cause you're in this like kind of dark city is being taken over by the com- covenant and you're all alone and you like kind of go through find out what all your teammates went went through during this day where you were passed out because your uh drop ship crashed okay and yeah it's, it's super awesome game but unfortunately a little bit of a pain yeah uh, on on that um but anyways so we went to play it last week and um we couldn't play it at all it just wouldn't work it just would not start up an odst campaign for us Oh my god! This is what Master Chief Collection is like, freaking known for is just these fucking weird things. So what we did instead is we went and played Halo One, worked fine. Yeah. Then her brother came on later, and he could only do two player for Halo One, so we moved over to Halo Three, worked fine. Oh my god! It's gosh. like, well, let's try ODST. Nope. Nothing. Just the entire night, it would not work. That's super frustrating. Yeah, it was weird, but I don't know. Playing Halo One was super fun. Playing Halo Three is freaking amazing. Yeah. I love that game so much. Halo 3 is really good. Yeah. It's honestly, probably I, the best of them, hey? It's, yeah, it's definitely my favorite. Yeah. I think, I don't know. It's hard to say campaign wise. I think Halo 1 had like the most cool campaign. Yeah. Halo 3 campaign certainly has its annoyances, but I don't know. I really like it and it's really hard for me to detach my nostalgia. Right. And, you know, bias. Just Plus, from it had that dope ass so hype trailer before it came out where, oh man, yeah, that was so, so good. So many cool trailers. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I think it has my favorite soundtrack as well. So. Okay. Although ODST soundtrack is super good too with a little, little bit of jazz, piano. Like, oh. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. Anyways, those have been my Halo adventures. Shit. Um, other than that, I played To the Moon. To the Moon. And which we'll be talking about this episode. Yep. And I think I played something else, but I can't recall. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. No. Okay, oh, I guess. <laughs> started writing first persona script, so ah. we might see that in 
a month and a half from now, probably. Yeah, it's a big game. <laughs> it's big game. A lot of things. A lot of Let's things. get it out of the yeah. way, too. Why was there no Dark Souls video? Oh, that's the other game yep. I played. <laughs> oh, boy. So. <laughs> so we recorded the next little video. So if you guys don't remember or didn't see, the last point we were at was uh, trying to take down Ornstein and Smo. Yeah. So we recorded some videos, and I don't know. I was playing super well that day or something. You were crushing it. And we I don't know. We were both on point. Smo. Like, we, I think we had some funny jokes going on. We yeah. then did a bunch of other areas. We got things together. You know, Adolf was looking good. Yeah. And then you go to edit the, the. Uh, I'm not even going to say video. <laughs> because I couldn't find the video file. And then I had a flashback of to in between recording sessions and being like, huh, that was really easy to stop and restart a new recording. And it turns out we just completely forgot to actually record the <laughs> gameplay footage. We just recorded our own audios. <laughs> so, like, we could have done, like, a podcast version without any game sound. That would have been so <laughs> lame. Just so much silence and, like, button clacking. Click, click, yeah. Click. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Yeah. That was kind of problematic because, of course, our character was now very far ahead of, you know, stuff that we did not have content showing. Yeah. And we don't want to... The Ornstein and Smoke fight is such a pivotal fight that, like, yeah. you got to show beat in that fight, you know? Yeah, so, like... Yeah, especially, like, given that, like, it's a mod that makes random items, yeah. you would think that would be absolutely catastrophic, catastrophic. But thankfully, how the mod works is whenever you set the mod up, it has a random seed to it, and every character you play... With, with how you set that mod up, we'll get the exact same items in the exact, exact same spots. Which is great. Thankfully, it works that way because we were able to make another character. Yep. So, yeah, we'll record again this week and hopefully... Reveal the new character. Yeah, hopefully okay. that'll be Friday. Maybe yep. Saturday, depending on when we record. And yeah, we'll try our best to get it in stuff. a timely manner. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll try and make that happen. Sorry about that, guys. But we figured no video is better than a crappy video. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, this week and I played a character all the way through <laughs> all the Dark Souls that we played through previously. Yeah. Doing all up. the exact same stuff and picking up all the exact same items. Yeah. Fun, fun. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Party! <laughs> what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, I've been biking a lot. I'm actually, okay, I'm going on a, uh, I'm very nervous about it. Ooh. I'm going on an intense trek tomorrow. It's not even that far. We're only going 60 kilometers, but uh, the guy I'm going with has been the coach of the Canada Games cycling team for like five years. Oh, so he, he can probably <laughs> spin the pedals. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm a little nervous about that, but I don't know. I, I stocked up on all my energy bars, and we'll see how I do. He's like, he shot me a message. He's like, I hope I can keep up to you. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was he was also a semi-pro uh, cyclist just three years ago and just oh. retired just for the sake of retiring. So, nice. yeah. <laughs> He's my good buddy, though, so I'm sure it'll go fine um other than that what else have i been up to um so i've been working on the script of another video as well i had hoped that i've been able to get something out for friday that's not the case it's gonna be really cool um i, I don't want to give too much away but it's like the most convoluted story in video games i've ever delved into and i'm going to kind of explain the whole franchise to people mm -hmm. to those who are like okay i think the game is cool but like what the fuck is going on with this story yeah yeah it's fucking anime games man <laughs> they they got the crazy stories they do we're both working on anime game videos actually that's yeah interesting yeah, yeah. 
What are you going to do, eh? Uh, yeah. What else is new? Um, okay, I'm only bringing it up in the podcast just so you know kind of where I'm coming at with regards to the game and how it could affect my emotions in a different way. Broke up with my girlfriend the other day. It was weird. Literally yesterday. Oh, man. Aren't those the worst? Yeah. It's like the moral situation of like, she's not doing anything wrong, but... I think this has to happen. I still need to break her heart anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you just Feels feel terrible. like a terrible person. So anyway, so that's kind of how I'm going into the game. Not going to get too deep into it because who wants to hear about that crap? But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's where I'm coming down there. I haven't played any games other than to the moon. And other than that, uh, ooh, I think that's it. Let's get into the news, Kev. Yeah. Okay, so what do we got? We missed last week Sony and Nintendo conferences. Yeah. So what did we miss? What was going on there? Well, should we just start off in order with Sony's pre-conference stuff that I didn't even see until yeah. long after the conference? Yeah, people exactly. People like, hey, Sony announced super cool stuff before the conference and didn't show it in the conference. Which is such a weird decision. I know. Because they're like, we want to hit our t- an hour time limit. And like, I, I can respect them wanting to have a nice, tight show that has a lot of shit in it. That's cool. Yeah. But at the same time, why don't you show games that are coming out this year as well in your legit conference? Because yeah. then people like you will be like, they don't have anything coming out this year. Yeah. Which, that's a fair assumption to make. And it was like, <laughs> Microsoft conference was an hour and 45 minutes, and I yeah. didn't really feel like it dragged on. No. And it was like almost twice as long as Sony's. And like, they even Sony's revealed the fucking short. car. Yeah, they, they yeah. revealed a car and like all the Xbox One stuff. Like that, that part itself dragged on a little yeah. bit. Like, you know, there's so much cool stuff there and sony is like like they could have showed more cool stuff yeah but they didn't so that being uh obviously crash bandicoot mm-hmm. um yeah it's, it's it's looking all right it looks really good are you kidding me looks amazing and what i think they're doing is i actually think for the original crash they're using the japanese version of crash bandicoot one because if we remember because we all remember this oh, crash bandicoot one was extremely difficult in north america yeah <laughs> and our lord and savior shuhei yoshida was producer on the team and also mark cerny playstation wonderkin and uh anyway they realized that the game was way too fucking hard when it actually got out in the wild so in the japanese version which they had another three months to tune up a little bit they made it a little bit easier for younger audiences so i think we're getting that version of it yeah um did you hear about this hidden agenda game uh yeah from supermassive that's uh what is it it's a uh, it's a um uh, vr game right or no no oh okay then i don't know what this it's is it's a interactive movie it's super right. interesting so you and your friends are supposed to uh, connect your phones to it kind of a jackbox party style okay and uh I think you like vote or something like, or there's like different players do different things um, to make decisions in the story that's being told. Told. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And you know what's really cool about that? That is the studio they made until dawn. Yeah. So it's probably a pretty good story. I expect this is going to be interesting. Yeah, and super interesting gameplay. And Sony just kind of shoved it off to the side. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Now what's Matterfall? What is this? I don't know. Twin Stick Shooter. So that's Um, cool. Oh, uh, by Housemark. Yes, Housemark is fantastic. They made Resogun. They made uh, Shatter. They made they made a bunch of great games. Now we also have Everybody's Golf. Now, if you're an OG motherfucker like myself, you you <laughs> call that shit Hot Shots Golf. Is that what it is? Yes, it's just Hot Shots Golf rebranded. Basically, now what's interesting about it is you can play online with friends, and that you can be in the whole nine courses and you mm-hmm. can just traverse the nine courses as you're going kind of thing oh that's cool yeah so it's not just kind of more like hit golf. it loading exactly yeah. it has more of the golf kind of feel to it now something that uh you know you'd expect i was amazed that it wasn't actually in the the e3 show but gran turismo sport 
Yeah. It's coming out, hopefully. <laughs> in uh, Q4 of 2017. Yep. Super Hot VR for PSVR yes. is super cool. Because it is the coolest looking VR game. Uh, from what I've heard, it's like so many people's favorite VR it game. Just, it, it, it fits it so well. Yeah. And it looks like it just transforms everything about that game. Because if you don't know what Super Hot is, the world only moves when you move. Yeah, which is one thing when you're playing it playing the PC game because like yeah. obviously moving is very purposeful clicking of WASD but in VR yes moving is a very big part of VR oh yeah yeah you're so, moving all around you're moving your hands you're moving your head you're moving yeah moving all about and uh, I guess I wasn't totally clear it's a first person shooter first person shooter but like se. yeah time's frozen unless you're moving so yeah, that was exactly. super interesting stuff. and like you don't need to shoot you can just throw a gun at someone or stab them you know or yeah that you could block bullets with your gun and it's just it's really cool yeah super awesome yeah super, super awesome hot. uh <laughs> we then have tropico 6 yeah another tropico game cool yeah. uh undertale is coming to the ps4 and the playstation motherfucking vita everybody's <laughs> pumped that it's coming to the vita <laughs> you're goddamn right we're people pumped. are like oh my god the vita's not forgotten <laughs> it's lost but not forgotten kev <laughs> we then started off the e3 conference with uncharted the lost legacy and it also had the lost audio files <laughs> yeah you could you, hear it in the conference no you can kind of hear echoes of the voices yeah but that was it <laughs> yeah so uh, anyway looks really cool it looks like uh, naughty dog wanted to do a small piece of dlc and they're like shit this is cool so then they're kind of amping it up to a uh, almost like a half uncharted yeah, it's which is sweet because the Uncharted Four engine is fantastic. So yeah, it's interesting. Kind of like a little expansion, yeah. right? I don't think you're ever gonna play it because that's not your type of game. Nah, not really. Yeah, I don't even know if I'll play it, but I like that it's it's a thing. Yeah. And then we also have uh, pretty far off from your prediction of there being a new Horizon game. Do announced. You know I, it's funny. I completely <laughs> forgot DLC existed. For yeah. for one podcast, I was in the most innocent <laughs> bubble of a world. <laughs> Where DLC wasn't a thing. I was like, why would they announce a new game? And then, and then, then the Sony <laughs> conference happened and just shattered, You're shattered like, my bubble. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> DLC. Yeah. That so, makes sense, though. <laughs> it makes way more sense because it only came out in February. <laughs> it's currently June. Uh, so, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn DLC, which, you know, eh, whatever. More more, more game of yeah. what people like is good. So now we have Days Gone. Now, you they were kind of polarized on this one. You really don't like what you're seeing no it's yeah i'm i'm super sick of zombies i was never really into they're zombie games freakers kev <laughs> no it's even worse <laughs> when they're not calling them zombies like oh my god and then uh yeah so like i'm not a big fan of zombies but like it's been so freaking done yeah and then they're doing it in this freaking last of us style of a game and like it's funny i saw so many comments online it's like if they did not say that this is days gone before the trailer i would have thought it's last of us oh really? because it looks the exact same like it's the exact same format of a game doing the zombie thing again again not called zombies <laughs> yeah no uh, i think mm, i i don't think that's as right as people think it is because the two games themselves are going to play very differently if anything this will play much more like a horizon from what i understand so it's a big open world where you're capturing outposts and things and you're setting up things and making them happen whereas um whereas last of us is a very linear experience so uh, the impression i got that the story for this is very linear really yeah hmm 
Uh, yeah, from what I understand, though, it, it does follow more of a Horizon path where you can kind of take it like a Ubisoft game, right? Like a yeah. Far Cry or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm interested in it. I uh, I like to see what's going on. I have a lot of faith in Sony Bend. Um, they made uh, an Uncharted game <laughs> on the Vita, Golden Abyss. It was actually yeah. pretty good. Didn't like the touch controls, but it was a fine game. Um, and they also used to make the Siphon Filter games back in the day. Yeah. There was something in this game. That I don't I don't know how I feel about it. Do you remember the part where it's like, was it a bike off to the side of the road or something? And you went and like investigated it, and okay. then did the fucking Batman. Oh, he went this way. Yeah, I can super. I have like superhuman. He was using his motorcycle stuff. club senses. I know. It's like, why the fuck is this in this game? <laughs> like, yeah. This guy's not superhuman as far as I can tell. Total random aside, I didn't know they offered these courses in our province, but my buddy has become part of the search and rescue team on the island, and he unfortunately missed the course for human tracking. (laughs) How fucking badass is that? That's kind of cool. Yeah, he's like, I really want to be a specialist in it because then you show up at a situation where someone's missing, you'd be like... You went this way. You're like smelling the dirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> you're licking a bush or something. <laughs> I just love the idea of that. And speaking of hunting and tracking things down, we got oh. a monster hunter world now. Pretty this cool. looks cool. This looks very cool. Yeah, as far as a graphical overhaul, it's massive for the Monster Hunter games. Yeah. Well, one thing the Monster Hunter games have been doing is because they're such big games, they've been uh, keeping them to lower graphical power platforms. Yeah. So they, they'd go on like the DS and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it lets them create these giant worlds with lots of different stuff. But it's kind of cool that they're going, like, super HD and apparently Q1 2018. Wow. Oh, it's is... coming out on Windows? Oh, that's sick. Yeah, it's coming out on Windows, Xbox One as well. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I find it interesting it's not on the Switch, given how big Monster Hunter is on Nintendo platforms. Could it run it? Um, sure, it could do lower resolution or yeah, something. Probably. You know, it could be made to run it some way. It's... That's weird. Because I feel like a game like this would be great to have on the fly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks weird to someone who doesn't know Monster Hunter, which I'm not going to act like I'm a Monster Hunter aficionado or anything, but, like, it looks cool. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. Now, something they really dropped on us was Shadow of the Colossus. And this isn't just a, uh, a remaster or anything. This is a full ground-up remake, even retouching the controls and everything like that. Yeah. Now, my while, while these are lo- beloved games, who cares? <laughs> kind of. Because yeah. there are so, millions of people who haven't even heard of these games, you know? Like, they came out back in the... Uh, sorry, I mean to say this game came out back in the PS2 yeah. era. You know what I mean? And it's just like so many people haven't heard about it, and there was kind of a a bad taste left in your mouth from uh, the last guardian. So, you know, who's gonna, who's gonna pick this up? Yeah. It's, I don't I think know. It's it looks weird. Sweet. It's I'm, a super amazing game up, but, and I'm happy that yeah. it is getting a HD remake, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of weird. And <laughs> I kind of agree with a big complaint that I saw online is that they're very much making it look like one of those fan made Orcarina of times and unreal engine four right. type thing. They're going for that graphical style, which, I'll, we'll see how it pans out once we can see more of the game, but the trailer definitely made it look that way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is nice to see it done with definitely modern art styles. Like, what I heard from interviews is that they want it to look like it's a game that came out that year. Yeah. You know, they don't want it to look like a remake or anything like that. So, I don't know. That's interesting, definitely. Uh, we then have Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. It looks sweet. Yeah. You know, I can fuck with it. I don't play I don't fighting know, games, funny. but... And the other thing with fighting games, too, is like... You know, I guess we were really excited for Dragon Ball, but that's because it's brand new. But especially for these like fighting game sequels, it's like, 
we'll see if it's good when it comes out because yeah. you can't tell without playing these games a lot whether they're good or not yeah it's just one of those things you can't tell at all it's like if the moveset looks cool that's great but that's gonna get old fast you yeah know? it's like, like it's, if they announce these new cool things that like is unique to this game it's really hard to tell how that mechanic interacts with the rest of the game without it's out in the wild actually doing it yeah, yeah. uh we then have call of duty world war Two. okay yeah oh guns shooting yeah. it's crazy uh Fuck the fucking game that won't go away skyrim sticking around oh my god it's ridiculous yeah like i'm, I'm sick of this game i'm sick of it what's it gonna be on next year we need a prediction already what's uh, potato I don't know. Skyrim for your potato. <laughs> it's probably going to come to mobile devices eventually, I would assume, in some capacity. Probably. Like, it, it has to. Yeah. They're just putting that to fucking everything. Anyway, it's in yeah. VR. Sweet. Cool. They also said they aren't. They haven't even started working on uh, Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, I know. Which is just so like, So obviously there's the going to be more Skyrim fuck? shit. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, Star Child VR. I don't remember that one. I know. Um, the VR section that they did here was kind of... And there was this inpatient thing that lasted for a long time, and I think it's a horror experience. Yeah. But I'm not into that. Holy fuck, this Final Fantasy trailer. <laughs> the music for it was ridiculous. It was so over the top. It was so Japan. <laughs> it was just fishing. I know. And like, what? They're just fishing. I don't know. The coolest part of it, the coolest looking part of the game is just eating fish with your friends. Yeah, man. And it's just like, <laughs> like this intense ass yeah. guitar solo going on. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yep. And then next we have Bravo Tomb. Who's developing this year? Can you open this super up? Super massive. It is, it's super massive as well. Yeah. So they really have them diving kind of into this stuff. Looks cool. Looks interesting. I don't know. We'll see when we actually see it. Yeah. You know, another VR thing. Yeah. Uh, so then we got God of War. This trailer looked cool. Really cool. There's a lot of really neat visuals and stuff. Yeah, it looks like the combat, or we're seeing a lot more of the combat than we saw a year ago. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it looks more God of War-like where he throws the axe and then it comes back to him, kind of like Mjolnir with Thor, right? Yeah. You know, where he can summon it back. And, um, yeah, it looks cool. It looks like we're actually getting more of a story going yeah. on here than we've gotten before. It, yeah, and we, we talked about this a little bit yeah. earlier because I saw a video that was actually by uh, That Gaming Brit Show, I think is what his YouTube channel is, Okay, last year, and he was complaining that this God of War 4 is a really shit sequel because it doesn't use the mechanics of the previous games. And I thought that was a really interesting viewpoint. It's like, yeah. you know, when you're looking at a game sequel, you should c consider the fact that it's a game, not a story. Right. Right, and therefore the mechanics should be represented. Whereas in this new one, they really aren't representing the mechanics. No, and I can understand that because it, it had the the old combat style of like your Prince of Persia kind of games where it's kind of not top down, but top down off to the side a little bit. Yeah. And you can do your, your flip over the top attacks and everything like that. Sure, you know, that works for a while, but it kind of gets stale. Whereas this has more of a kind of tight behind the shoulder, almost like a Dark Souls feel. With, yeah. it, with regards to the combat, I don't think the combat's going to be Dark Souls-like in any way, Yeah, but like a Dark Souls Last of Us kind of like close behind the shoulder. It's very like Gears of War behind the shoulder, yes, too. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, God of War, Gears I, of War. Yeah. <laughs> the crossover is happening. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I don't know. I think it's a good way to bring Kratos into a more modern era now. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, I can see how... It's, yeah, it's, I think it's unfortunate for fans of Hack and Slash yeah. because, you know, they... God of War is a really good entry point for other people into hack yeah. and slash genres without going like all the way to like Devil May Cry, which is like over the top and crazy and you know really complex. Right. God of War is a little or a lot more approachable. I can see how that's a valid criticism if the original games 
were tense, but they weren't. There was a lot that could be improved. And for me, the combat was a big aspect of that. Mm-hmm. So to see it like this, sure, it's a, in, in a sense a shitty sequel, but it looks better. So you know what I mean? Like it, I feel like it's abandoning things. Combat that, looks worse to me, though. Really? Oh, it looks much more interesting to me. It's mostly just like I never like that top things, top. and it's a little more Batman like. I'm not a fan of that. We'll see how it looks when it actually gets out. Yeah. Because I have a lot of faith in Sony Santa Monica. They're involved in so many cool projects, and they, I don't know, they put out some good shit sometimes. Now, next thing we got is Detroit Become Human. This is the game coming out by Quantic Dream, which they're saying going to be like early 2018 bull fucking shit. (laughs) I don't believe David Cage for a second. Oh, yeah. For a second. Anyway. Yeah, um, so, you know, if you don't know the studio, they made Heavy Rain back in the day that yeah. everyone got their dicks hard for. And then they also came out with Beyond Two Souls, which is a very polarizing game. Yeah. I think it's a good game. I just think it was told in such a confusing manner. Now, if you haven't played it, the story jumps around back yeah. and forth, and it makes it very difficult to follow. So much so that they actually released a version of the story that comes out in chronological order, and I'm told it's better. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. So anyway, so the, the premise behind this one is that you can make many different choices and it'll send you down many different paths, which is mm. standard for a Quantic Dream game. But this looks really cool because it involves Android uprising and stuff. And we don't see that in games much. Yeah. So this this showed a different character from the previous trailers. Yep. This one is an android who's bringing other androids into you know, becoming a rider and like, yeah. I, I think the trailer kind of implied you can either make it so that you're like kind of peaceful protesters or like violent riders or yeah, you know, somewhere in between there, which I think is pretty interesting. But the story for this character for me seemed way lamer than what else they've shown, especially with like the uh, the cop the, was really cool. The cop who like yeah. you know talked people through suicide and stuff. That seems freaking amazing deep storytelling this looked super shallow and trope reliant uh see i agree with that to a point but it's one of those games where it's gonna have like five different characters that you're playing as yeah and through playing these games i know that it's going to be the web is going to get deeper and deeper as you're interacting with each other and doing things like that so i don't know i think i think it's going to intertwine and i think they just wanted to show a segment involving one character you know and the idea of the uprising so I don't know. I don't think we should take the whole story at face value yeah. just from. It that also trailer. like it didn't show the multiple choices of the game very well. Yeah, it kind of made it sound like it kind of explained that path well, but it was like this kind of quick graphics that were flying by, and at that's the all end. tossed up at the end. Yeah, yeah, and like other than that, it looked like a pretty linear, pretty boring story. Yeah, but, frankly, so I didn't think it was like a really good showing of it, but I, I'm still kind of interested in the game. I don't think it really falls into. My genre of games I like. Yeah, but. which is unfortunate that they decided to go with that style because if you know you're you're a fan of that uh, company, like myself, you know you'll know that like when it comes to player choice, I don't think anybody beats them. The amount yeah. of paths and options that you can go down in games, like spoilers for Heavy Rain, there is an ending where the main character kills himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there, there's so many fucking endings to that game. There's like hundreds of just permutations of ways that things can happen, and like not in inconsequential ways. Like in very, wow, you guys spend a lot of time making all this come together. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I I imagine they'll be on the same trend. I just hope it's a more engaging story than Beyond Two Souls was. Now the next thing we got, which I honestly don't really care about, is Destiny 2. <laughs> Looks so much like Destiny 1, except the bad guys came to you this time. Oh. Come to you! Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, moving on. Cool. We got Spider-Man, 
as well. Yeah. I was up on this. You weren't as up on it. Yeah, I think I shared a lot of sentiment of a lot of worry about the quick time events that they showed off. And, yeah. you know, apparently they've they've attempted to ease that a bit. Like, it's just the big story segments and what they showed off. Uh, I don't like seeing quick time events in yeah. press showings like this. Like, it doesn't show the actual gameplay. Right. And was it the uh, in, during the combat? Is that something that caught you as well? Because it, it was coming up with button prompts. The combat... I, I don't know. The combat was hard to tell because the impression I got from the combat, which is kind of what I favor, is like, hey, it suggests you use this finisher move, yes. but you can use your other things too. Exactly. That's kind of the impression I got. And if that's how it works, then I am fucking happy. Yeah. If it's like, oh, you're specifically in this situation, so you can only use this specific finisher, then... Uh, from what I hear from behind screen showings is that that's not the case at all. And the HUD sweet. that they tossed on was made up in a couple days. And they're like, fuck, we need a, some type of HUD for this game. Kind of looked off. like it too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, fuck. It didn't feel very Spider-Man-y to me. Because they wanted people to believe that it was a real gameplay, right? And if it didn't yeah. have the HUD, then people would be like, oh, it's canned for whatever, whatever. Well, it is canned anyway, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Everything's yeah scripted with exactly. these trailers exactly so i what i think they were trying to do is they were sh- trying to show off a big action set piece like in the uncharted yeah uh, uncharted 4 which was fucking awesome you know everything was coming down going like this well i think they were trying to do that but it did show some quick time heavy events but i don't know i have a lot of faith in insomniac they're probably my favorite i don't know one of my favorite studios yeah. they've created my favorite franchise which is um ratchet and clank so i don't know i have Complete I'm really them. curious what happens when you fail the quick time events. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> see that would be interesting to because see. Because that was like a big comedy point in previous Spider-Man games. Yeah. So you, maybe they'll do that again. Yeah, because then, like, let's say if you do fail it and the crane starts falling down, maybe it starts tumbling more and there's a different path that you end up going down in that. Yeah. That would be interesting, at least. Maybe at least you can a completely goof up and just belly flop into fire. You Who never knows? know sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> next we have an adorable looking little game called Moss VR. Now, who's developing this here? Uh, we got, okay. Oh, right. I was looking them up. They haven't done much else. Anyway. Um, oh, no, wait. They, I don't remember. Anyway, we got Moss <laughs> VR. It looks cool. It's it's uh, kind of like Lucky's Tale. Wait, yeah. it's made by the Lucky's Tale guys. That's it, isn't it? No, I don't think so. Shit. Then I don't know. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's kind of like Lucky's Tale. A little like platformer collected on there. Yep, but it's VR, so you can look in and see the little guy doing his things. Cool. And it's uh, it looks cute, it looks sweet. Yeah. I don't know. I just like the idea of an anthropomorphic mouse with a sword. Like, do you remember Redwall back in the day? Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that shit was sweet. I, I read too many so of those cool. books. Eventually, I realized they're really bad. But they are really bad. But the premise is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the idea of mice having their own world and just being like medieval with each other. It's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we got Nat too. I don't give a <laughs> shit about that. Uh, we got Nino Kuni too. Revenant kingdom. Uh, looks sweet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to play it. I tried to play Nino Kuni one. I just couldn't, I, I just don't think I could give the time into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we got a bunch of other stuff here. I don't know. Are you interested in Dauntless, Lego, blah, 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 Alto's Odyssey? Oh, we got OK, OK, Let's Be Heroes. Now, the only reason why I find this interesting is because it's made by Capybara Games. Now, if you checked out my awesome video I made a couple weeks back about uh, Sword and Sorcery, uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery, that's the same studio. Now, they had to stop making mm-hmm. that game in order to make this Cartoon Network tie-in game. I think they're making this game to pay the bills. Fair so enough. we'll see if it actually is any good. Uh, I, I like this little art style yep. it's got going on here. It's pretty cool. Nice. Very cartoony. Now we're moving on to 
And remember, I'm a Sony fanboy. I would say the winner of E3 this year, fucking Nintendo if, knocked if it out of goddamn Devolver park. If you're not Devolver Digital, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nintendo exactly. had a very, very interesting showing. Yeah, so Xenoblade oh, Chronicles 2 looked dope. Yeah. Into it. A motherfucking Kirby, Kirby game Kirby, man, out. it looks... It's like... Yeah. Dreamland 64, too. It's great. Yeah, it looks sweet. Or not Dreamland 64, Kirby 64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Like, yeah, it looks super awesome. Like, you can combine powers and shit. It's, yeah. Crystal Shards, you mean? Crystal Shards. That's yeah, what which I mean. is my favorite Kirby game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it looks very similar to that, which yeah. is pretty damn sweet. And then we have Pocket Tournament DX, so that's, yeah, that's uh, Pocket Switch. Tournament coming over to Switch. Yeah. Ah, yeah, whatever. This Yo, Pokemon. Yo. They're finally making a mainline Pokemon game on a console. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. That's going to be It's massive. been asked for for fucking years. And like they had pretty much no details of it. It was just like the, I don't know. Game for you guys are working on it. And it's yeah, coming creative out like, director or whatever. He's like, yeah, I'm working on this. Yeah. Boom. That's and it. Game Freak is pretty good at pumping out games, too. So, like, I have a feeling we'll probably see it next year. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know about next year. You don't think so? But, yeah. Well, well, we'll see. This was this was my big problem with the Nintendo yeah. conference is it, it had a bunch of far off yeah, exactly. and low detail stuff, which is a little annoying, but yeah. super hype stuff on the other, other hand. Speaking of that, Metroid Prime 4. Holy on shit. On the show fucking logo. Oh, I mean, it's, it's got to be retro, So, right? like... When we were doing like our crazy predictions and stuff, yeah. and I was like F Zero sequel, I you in my Metro head was too my, crazy. in my head yeah. like it was like huh, I could either make a joke about an F Zero sequel or a Metroid Prime sequel. Which one will I choose? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but they're yeah. actually making Metroid Prime <laughs> Four. Actually doing it. It's been how many years? A long fucking time. Thirteen or something. Yeah. Yeah, like crazy long time, and yeah, hopefully it's dope as hell. Anticipation is high. Yeah. Now, next thing we got, it's the year of the motherfucking Yoshi. I'm saying it right now. Man, Man we got a new Yoshi game. This game looked kind of cool, too. They look kind of cool. I, I really like the Yoshi art style. They went more with like the, was it Wally, War Wally World? Kind of Wally World, yeah. Oh, no, that was Kirby Wally World, right? There, there was a Wooly or, Kirby game and a Wooly Yoshi game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like that, but yeah, it looked really sweet. It seems like it uses the uh, Switch features. Nice. Kind of interesting ways. Now, next we have is uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. Now, this is made by uh, Koei Tecmo, so it's kind of like Dynasty Warriors meets Fire Emblem. Yeah, just like they did for Zelda the other time. Exactly. Uh, apparently, so, those games are really fun. I've, I've never tried them, but... Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they look cool. Uh, then next we have Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Expansion expanded on some of the DLC stuffs. Yep. The plan for it. Yep. As Seems we saw right. coming, looks cool. Then we got uh, the Mario and Rabbids kingdom battle game that i'm actually i'm hyped on everyone's cool. freaking exciting for this yeah xcom mario and rabbits yeah and it's funny because like a lot of people are like this is a really weird combination but i've seen a few people like uh emb actually in particular is like um my daughter and my mom are both really into mario and rabbits there's a lot more crossover there than you would think yeah and uh yeah it's pretty sweet to see i find it interesting that they're going with this style of game because it looks like I feel like they're going to nail it because it's a Nintendo game, but like it looks like it's going to be simple at the beginning, but like it looks like it can get pretty complex, I would think. Mm -hmm. Given the amount of elements that are going on there with with a game like that, like it just it looks really cool. Yeah. And then uh next thing we have is Rocket League is coming to Switch, which is There's awesome. There's so much excitement for that. Yeah. Just because of like being able to grab your Switch, go to your friend's house, play Rocket League together on your own screens, like stuff oh, like yeah. that. It's going to be a fantastic multiplayer game. Yeah. Um some of the like bigger YouTubers I've followed like 
bringing my Switch to cons to play Rocket League with people. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. No, it's going to be great. I mean, Psyonix is just killing it, and they're just money. Money, oh, money, yeah, money, All the they, money from that Rocket League. They have League. done so well with Man, Rocket League. Man, it was League. just so funny how Rocket League started. It was just like, uh, we're not sure what it's going to do. Let's let's try this new PlayStation free game program. Yeah, exactly. See how it turns out. And then it was like a fucking explosion. Massive. Guy. And it's, it's interesting to see that studio who they now have more players than they've ever had. Yeah. More active player base. And it just continues to grow. Yeah. And, you know, talk about a studio that found something, doubled down on it, and has been so active and so... Um, communicative with their community yeah. that like it's just it they've uh, gotten so much goodwill nailing it too oh yeah just this knocking it out thing. of the park which especially because when the game launched and they got it on ps plus they got way more downloads than they ever anticipated getting yeah so then everything was on fire yeah. <laughs> basically and server issues are down and that could have that could have so been the end of that game work. But, you know, the, those guys put in, they put in the long nights, they they put out all the fires the best they could, yeah. and they rocked the fuck out of the communications. Sony's still being the asshole, though, and not letting any crossplay. And did you hear the reason as to why they said it, which is hilarious. I know. So regarding uh, Rocket League and Minecraft, it's not available on Sony devices with regards to crossplay. And the reason that was given, which was like, I imagine just the PR people were like, oh my God, why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> what he said, I forget the individual said it. Uh, uh, anyway, um, what a Sony representative said was that they didn't want to subject younger players to an uncontrolled environment of things mm. like that which is like insinuating that first of all nintendo nintendo platforms yeah you can't even chat with each other <laughs> and then to insist infer that microsoft you know doesn't have it on lock like that's that's a douchey fucking thing to say and yeah. i'm a sony fanboy for life like what the hell like i i would have accepted the answer of like no, we don't feel like that's a good idea. Yeah, and you know the other side of it too is like they don't control the content in no. the video games. No. They leave it to the developers to do those controls. It's not even a Sony thing. Yeah. Like, so I think maybe uh, it's just Sony being like, we don't want to, uh, you know, team up with a competitor like that. Like, yeah. At least they're own just up segregating their own players. Though. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. So that's that's weird. So now yeah. we're seeing more Super Mario Odyssey gameplay here. The hat is a very big mechanic in this game. This this game looks so weird and yeah. interesting. You can do body like, swapping basically. Yeah, like you throw your hats onto various things. There's a shit ton of things like you can even take a control T-Rex. of. There's a fucking it's a street lamp or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You control a street lamp and like you bend it back and then let go and get out of the street lamps and it flings Mario. Like, yeah. you know, super cool mechanics like that. Like so many ideas that they pumped into just that trailer. Like, I don't know, I'm pretty excited to play this game. It seems, like, really different. Nice. And uh, the trailer had fucking... The song for the trailer was dope. Yep. I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was good. It reminded me very much of Mary Kart 8, actually. Like yeah. Jazzy kind of feeling going on there. It was good. Um, yeah, so that's what was out at E3. Anything else here? I mean, we're going a little long in the tooth on the E3 talk, Kev. That's <laughs> fine. It's the biggest time of the year. It is the most um, wonderful time of Metroid the year. Metroid Sums Returns, which is like 2D side-scroller type stuff. It doesn't look super Metroidvania-like, but okay. it seems interesting nonetheless. Yep. Um, what else we got is here? This Yakuza 6? It's the next Yakuza game. Oh, well, Yakuza is funny because Yakuza 0 is still like kind of gaining popularity, yep. <laughs> even though it's been out for a long while. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, E3 is a big time. Probably we will have less of a uh, 
of a topic, you know what I mean, next week. Like, it'll be more focused on the actual game, which is going to be good. So then going on from this, we have the Blizzard job hosting causing rumors now. Yeah. What is this, Kev? So What's going on there's here? there's multiple things going on here. Um, yeah. First of all, they're hiring for some positions for, and they've been doing this for a while, for a retro game uh, rejuvenation, remastering. Yep. And stuff. Um, so it's like we saw with the StarCraft HD remake thing. But recently, a job posting has said, or specifically called out Warcraft 3 and Diablo 2. Yeah. Which is fucking nuts. Yeah. That's that's super cool. Getting like HD remasters of those games would be freaking amazing. Yeah. Especially Warcraft 3. I was a huge fan. You'd be really into that, eh? Yeah. Um, but there's some other job postings that they have Ooh, on their site, too. Eh? Sneaky, sneaky. For an unannounced project. What do you think? So I, I was looking, and one thing I did see was first person. Oh. Which is, yeah, kind of interesting. So I don't think that really... It could maybe fit StarCraft. Maybe. But it doesn't really... It doesn't line up to Warcraft. Yeah. And it doesn't line up to Diablo. But And it's... They have Overwatch, Overwatch but it's an new. unannounced yeah. thing, so, so it must be not Overwatch. So I'm kind of wondering if this... If they're taking another stab at that first-person MMO that became Overwatch. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it was like something they tried to do for a long while and failed and eventually made Overwatch out of out of the scraps. Okay. But yeah, like, I don't know. I guess they're still looking for first-person specialized people for an unannounced Shit. Game. That's really cool. cool. Yeah. Hopefully we see something out of that and it won't be for a long-ass time. Now... We also have IO Interactive, which we talked about, you know, back in May. Um, they got dropped by Squeenix. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it seems like it's kind of working out for them because now they're they're fully independent. That's what they announced. And they have Hitman. Yeah. They own Hitman. They're their own company. Yes. It's cool. And it seems sounds like they're going to try and run that way rather than like kind of selling to another owner. Yeah. And it was bought out by like the uh, senior staff. Yeah, yeah, which is really too, interesting. So, like they own their own company. So yeah, that's that's really cool. It's really exciting to see. Yeah, I hope things work out well for that studio. And like, I don't know, man. I just hope they knock it out of the park with this next Hitman game. And like, they'll be in the money so tight. It'll be it'll be great. Yeah, definitely more awesome Hitman games. I can fuck with that. Yeah. Now we also have the summer sale season is upon yeah, us. We're getting we're getting into our those IP times. wallets. Yeah. So um, I think the Steam sale is rumored to start like in a couple days. A couple days. Actually, like or the day like, this posts. Yeah, or the day after, like something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's really exciting. The uh, GOG just had their sale. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought to the moon. Yep. During that, you got it for like two bucks. Yeah. Or a buck or something. Yeah, what else I bought? Enter the Gungeon. Yep. Um, I found out I already owned Faster Than Light, which I thought I didn't. So there you go. Yeah, I bought something else too, which I can't recall. I don't know. It was super cheap. Anyways. Nice. Yeah. All the cheap games get all the good deals. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay. Now, uh, if we don't have anything else more to say, we're finally going to get on to our game of the week. Now, if you don't know this podcast, if you somehow didn't listen to the beginning and just hopped in right now, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> you know, um, we do a different game indie game every single week. Now, next week, we're going to be doing, um, what is it called? Oh, my gosh. Brain. Banner Saga. Banner Saga. <laughs> but this week, in our game that we do, uh, in our indie game of the week, this week, <laughs> God, I can't talk. We're doing To the Moon, Kev. 
Woo! Now, To the Moon is developed by Freebird Games. It came out back in 2011, November 1st. Yeah. Oh, buddy, let me tell you. Now, this is interesting because this game was developed in RPG Maker XP Engine. RPG Maker has been out for a long fucking oh, yeah. time. I remember like when I was like originally getting into uh, Game Maker. Yeah. Which at that point, I don't know if you guys even heard of Game Maker, but at that point it was a pet project of a university professor who was teaching game making classes. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So he made game maker as like a way to teach that and like it was, it was fairly mature whenever i started but like yeah you know whenever people were like i want to make an rpg in game makers people were like well what do you want to do you should probably just use rpg maker instead yeah exactly you know it was kind of one of those original kind of like make your own game easily type engine things and yeah yeah there's quite a few games that have been made in it and i think this is one of the one of and the larger ones it's really interesting hearing uh ken gao who's the main head behind the game really and the main mm-hmm. head who uh founded uh, Freebird Studios back in 2007. They're a Canadian studio. Got to shout Ooh. that out. And uh, yeah, you know, he said no. that it gets a it gets a bad rap because it's uh, so accessible at the beginning, but it yeah. is surprisingly deep with what you can do with it. Yeah, we'll get into whether or not. I don't know. We have gripes and we have positives about this game, or I, I know I certainly do. Yeah. Now it gained quite a bit of popularity through let's plays by popular YouTubers like PewDiePie, and I know Markiplier loved the shit of this game. And if mm-hmm. you don't know about those guys, they definitely have less subscribers than us. That is totally <laughs> a true fact. Now, you can see them on trending sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Whatever. <laughs> Forty million a piece or something stupid. Uh, so now they currently uh, are working on their upcoming game, which is Finding Paradise, which is also set in the same universe as To the moon and you actually play as the protagonist from their most recent game uh, 2014 a bird story so it's all kind of in that shared universe and the yeah. universe was kicked off by to the moon now ken gao he's a he's a man of many hats and trades i guess is that a <laughs> thing yes uh, yeah he did a lot yeah man he was heavily involved in this project he was the uh, primary director the designer composer and illustrator now we had other people working with him on it too but yeah. from what i can read about this he did all the music which is like the music of this game is really good. Um, he had somebody helping him with the music. Oh, oh, uh, are you sure? Yes, uh, positive. J- just the woman who sang the song. That's what I got from the interview. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. From I, I read some reviews, and from the sounds of it, it was a little more collaborative than that. But. Okay, my understanding was that he made it all, and then there was that one song. Yeah. And then, uh, but maybe not. Maybe that's not the case. Correct me out there if you know the answer otherwise. Uh, he's also a big Animorphs fan, which <laughs> t- ties into the game a little bit, actually. It's really cool. Now, let's let's get into this, Kev. Where do you come down on this game? You know, okay, so let's, let's just... <laughs> let's, let's Where are we starting on this one? Because yeah. there's a lot of things to talk about. There's a lot of things game. to talk about. So now, what do you think of the art style here? Um, the art style is it's really, really pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few points in the game that like it kind of breaks down a little bit. Yeah. What I found really weird is near the ending, it changed to the line drawing a couple times. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? This doesn't fit the rest of this really consistent art style. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, but there was there was an interesting kind of side effect that comes from this art style. Um, whenever you're doing very pixel-based games, you have this problem mm-hmm. with resolutions. Yes. If you upscale... The resolution, the game won't look the same because your pixels aren't square anymore. I know exactly that They're part you're thinking blended. about. And, well, it's not necessarily part of the game, but it means for people playing the game, they're playing it at the resolution you chose. Yeah. Which for me means my mouse just fucking flew across the screen <laughs> because it was low resolution. <laughs> yep. And yeah. I also, I realized I totally just flubbed. 
we should probably go over what this game is a little bit too. So a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what this game is is your you play uh, two characters, and you're kind of part of this team. Now I forget what the name of the organization is, but you're basically two doctors that you help people fulfill wishes before they die, kind of like Children Make a Wish Foundation, but different. old people make a wish foundation. Yes, and yes. Pay a lot so of it's money people to who are about to die. Exactly. Yeah. Now they what they do is they go into people's memories, and they alter the memories and. Um, we're not going to do any spoilers until we say we're getting into spoilers of this game, but uh, really an interesting concept yeah. for sure. And they meet this man, and he says what he wants to do is go to the moon. And they're like, "Why?" He's like, "I don't know." Yeah. And that's that's it. That's what you get to start off this game, basically. Yeah. And then you got to go through and kind of figure out what's going on there. Yeah, you go into his like past memories and stuff, and try and figure out where did this desire come from, and yeah. you have to try and link link that desire, and you know. Complete, complete his wishes and do the stuff yeah so that we have that out of the way you know i really like the art style as well actually i thought it mm. was uh it was interesting very final fantasy like in a way yep um you know which which has that it had that game maker look and i i, I was playing it because i fucked around with game maker a bit back in the day yeah. or not game maker rpg maker sorry and uh i was like yeah it kind of reminds me of it and then when i found it was made in it i was like shit i did not know you could make a game this just large, complex yeah. and large within it, but yeah, it was it was really interesting to see for sure. Now, another thing that really stands out to me, at least, is the music. The music in this game is on. Point. Oh, it's great! It's very good. So yeah, so I was really into the music, really into everything like that. Now, we start to kind of get into some issues where you actually have to play the game. Controls are a bit There's some problems. frustrating. Yeah. A little bit. Um, so we I, both played on PC, to be clear. Yeah, and like yeah. the suggested controls for it are like mouse-based, so you can kind of yeah. click to walk around. Mm -hmm. And that makes your character pathfind on their own, but like you'll be really shocked by the paths they take sometimes, and sometimes they just stop walking. Yeah. It, it, and there's I, a few cases that it's like consistent that they'll stop walking that you'll learn but there's other times where it's just like nope no more walking yeah because I learned early on that like if you let's say want to go somewhere and complete an action you then if there's a small staircase in the way your character will stop after completing that small staircase yeah and then there's some other ones where it's just like your character will move into the wrong position and not perform the action because they're not close enough yeah and there's just other really weird things like yeah, that yeah it's like I don't know there's like some of the bigger staircases and doorways where like yeah. you can just get sucked into them and forced to like your character will just walk up them it's like i didn't want to go that way yeah which is why i started using gamepad for a bit and i was like oh i can't get into this at all so i just clicked around the whole game yeah i, I, I used gamepad for the most part but i don't know it was still super frustrating and 
One thing that like I just don't understand is I know there's bushes and stuff on the ground and realistically people would not walk over them. Yeah. But for fuck's sakes, just let my character walk over them. Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's like you know, it's one thing to be realistic, it's the other thing to be you know, a nice, smooth yeah, exactly. gameplay experience. Like, what just... does this add to the game? <laughs> Making yeah. you sidestep around every little thing. Yeah, and it's like just crazy. There's so many times you have to take these super zigzaggy paths yeah. just to go the direction he, like the developer meant, meant for you to go. And then let's say you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to use my keyboard for controls. You put your hand down in that natural position that it rests and you press W, nothing happens. Yeah. Wazdi that doesn't work until much later in the game at one specific point. That. It's used for something else. I think you can use the arrow keys to walk around. Yeah, you can use the arrow keys to walk around. But yeah, uh, WASD is used in the game at one specific point that we're probably going to get into later at, in spoiler territory. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. So really interesting control setup and design. Yeah, the controller stuff was weird too. Yeah. The confirm slash action button was the X button on my controller. On an Xbox the, controller. Yeah, that'd be a square yeah. on a PS4. Yeah. And... That's weird. Yeah, That's it's a weird, a weird button to use. Like I always it's not even to Japanese a, naturally. Style. It's Japanese style would be O or B on the o Xbox or B, controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> super, super weird. And then yeah, B brings up the pause menu. Yeah. What? Yeah, which is really weird. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's that's kind of interesting. So now we got to go into the story stuff next. So before we get into any of that, you know, would you would you recommend this, this game to someone before we get into any spoilers? Um. Oh, geez. Long pause. I don't pause. know. Long pause. Okay. I don't know. If somebody was like really craving a story and I'd ran out of other game recommendations. Okay. Then yes. Yeah. But with the caveat that, you know, this game can be a little bit frustrating. It definitely can be a little slog. bit frustrating. And I think it's limited by the engine that it's made in. That's that's the only conclusion I can make because there are some really weird control and design decisions in this game where I'm like, yeah. why would you do this unless you're limited? Like, it could have been improved, like, with yeah. what I was saying with, like, stuff that could or cannot be walked over. Like, yeah. he has control over that. And yeah. He chose to make it very limited. Yeah, so I don't know. There, was, there were definitely some interesting things there. Um, I think the overall story does tie it together in the end, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be there's a lot of other games that fit that time frame and that price uh, point that I would just I would definitely recommend more. Yeah, but it does it does hit you in the heart a little bit and it, it provides a cute story. Yep, especially I got. So now we're going into spoiler territory about it all. Yeah, this is a big story game, so we're, yeah. we're gonna have to go so, over the yeah. story. Now we're into the spoilers. Okay, Kev. So now where do you where where do you stand on this story? What's where, where are you coming down on here? Um. The story, main story arc thing, I enjoyed. It was interesting. Yeah. There was one spot in the arc. Um, I'll talk about it a bit more later that I okay. felt could have been explored more deeply. But other yeah. than that, like I felt like you know the main story was actually pretty good. My biggest problem with the writing side of it was the fucking dialogue. The dialogue was terrible, especially between your two main characters, which are Neil Watts and uh, I forget the other girl's name, Ava something. Rodriguez, maybe? Or no. It's another name is yeah, name-ish exactly. thing. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh no, Rosaline or something. Or Ro- Rosine or. Uh, yeah, hey. yeah, her last name is something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And uh, I. <sighs> 
the Ava character I could get a, by with, kind of. But yeah. it felt like whenever I was trying to get emotionally invested in the story of Johnny, fucking Neil Watts would just come up with some stupid joke. And I'd be yeah. like, I get that they're trying to go with the another day, another job kind of thing with these guys where they see all this shit every day. But yeah. I don't see this shit every day. You know, like you're the person I'm controlling. I want to be able to relate to you. And I can't. Yeah. You know, you're you're cynical about your job where you're dealing with someone's deepest emotions of love and everything like that. And yeah. you're just like this old fucker. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when they show up at the guy grieving about his wife, he's like, what's your name? Lorenzo Von Matterhorn. Like a, a <laughs> yeah. how I met your mother fourth wall breaking joke that just jumps out at you and just totally rips you away from the moment and just... There's no suspension of disbelief here anymore, you know, when you have yeah. a character directly addressing you like that. I, I feel think, like, like it was intended for like a little bit of levity, just yeah. to lighten the mood a little bit. But I, the, I if don't you're think wanting it was to, do, I understand well. wanting to do that, but not every fucking second line that your main or one of your two main characters yeah. says. Like, I ugh. feel like if I were to try and write a game, I think this is what I would come up with. And like, I, I think he's better than me, sure. But like, as far as like, if I didn't, if I let myself run wild and like, you think You just jokes, wrote dialogue and then... Yeah, you think jokes are funny uh, because they're a reference to something or something like that. But like, it just, it doesn't play well to the character. And I feel like maybe he didn't take a lot of time into fleshing out these two characters that you have to play as. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I can, I can definitely see the influences of like a uh, like an X Files, like a Scully and Mulder kind of thing going on there. Like yeah. I, I see that, but it just it misses the mark, which is unfortunate because the story between Johnny and River is so it's so interesting. Yeah, and like yeah, the Johnny River story is such like a deep emotional tone, and these it, other characters are yeah. just completely shattering that tone. I want to see if you so took often. away from this what I took away from it, which I mean I think is the only way to take away from it. River has autism. That's that's what's going on there. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what they were getting at, yeah. and I don't know. It's weird because like they kind of dropped it a little bit. They did, yeah. But she was still always kind of she was kind of like that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So that that was interesting. Yeah, I think it was like a rather mature take. Yeah, on it. Like I, I kind of wish, you know, they called it out a little bit more. Or like, well, they kind of did when Isabella or Isabel, um, your character or Johnny's friend's wife. Um, you know, was talking about it and how she had been diagnosed at a young age yeah. or at an older age, actually. And Isabella had it as well, but she was diagnosed at a much younger age. So she she had learned to um, not cope with it, but hide it yeah. almost like an actor. Yeah. Um, whereas River hadn't. And she's just that's the way she's always been. And then someone told her about it. And then it's like, oh, that's what's going on. Now, the weird part yeah. about it that makes me think like. I feel like it is autism, but he added in the caveat that it also kills you, I think, because th she was then diagnosed, and then that's what ended up uh, killing her. Yeah, like she needed medication or stuff for it. Yeah. Then, yeah. To, yeah, it seemed like a parallel of like some sort of mental health type thing like autism, but yeah. also like specific to this world. Yeah. A little bit too, because like there was another kind of line that's like, Oh, usually it's like just men that get this. It's weird to see a woman with it, which yeah. you know isn't isn't the case for autism. I think it does have a male slant or something like that, right. but yeah, you yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. not something that's like rare to see in a female. No, which no. it was in this game. So like I you know it felt like this. It's kind of like its own world kind of take on a disease. 
Yeah, and it was it was nice and kind of heartbreaking to see Johnny just be like, I just want to help you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was just... I think what what I really miss from it is Johnny, or like a, a bit of story of Johnny accepting that. Yeah. Like, I, there's stuff about him early on, just finding it, like, interesting and her being different being yeah. interesting. But nothing past that and like you know i think it's it's good that they showed the other characters dancing around it and being like oh i don't want to like you know kind of like a um hugh must not be named type thing like yeah, they exactly. don't want yeah. to like they don't want to bring it up they bring it up it. or call it out yeah. like specifically and address it for what it is but you know i think i would have liked to see johnny you know the one closest to river actually like own it and be like yeah this is i'd say the closest we came to that was whenever he was in the movie and he was watching the movie, and then he's like, fuck, she didn't show up. And he goes outside, and then yeah. you check all around. She's not there. And then she comes out of the movie theater, and she's like, we're watching the movie together. He thought he was there by himself, right? Yeah. And then he just starts laughing, and he's like, you're hilarious. Like, that's yeah. who would do that? You know what I mean? Like, well, what does it matter if we're not sitting directly beside each other? We're still watching it together. Yeah. You know, so he, uh, that's the, I think that's, that's what I took away from that of him, like, accepting it, being like, Okay, this is what this is. That's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there was, you know, it's, it's one thing for it was like that was her first date, but like, yeah. you know, there's really not any in between for that no. marriage. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this woman with this, you know, mental disease or whatever. Right, right. And uh, yeah, so the, the way, I guess we didn't describe it, but you basically go back through his memories and you start going back to... Backwards, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of like an Inception thing where you want to implant the idea that he wants to do this in his mind. Well, eventually. First, you're just trying to find where he got the idea of going to the moon. Yeah, exactly. And eventually you couldn't find it, so you're like... Fuck, we'll just implant something. Well, we'll just try and like, oh, that didn't work, so I guess we'll just try and make him want to go to the moon. Yeah, and I th- actually... As much as it was like it was so campy and it was so TV show like I thought that was kind of funny like you know like the go to space hey we're from NASA go to space oh, yeah that, like, yeah, that was a little not part where the uh, humor kind of paid off a little bit better I thought that was funny <laughs> how that ended was not so fantastic and I guess we should get into this part because this is kind of like a turning point in the game oh where it's okay. like it's not working and uh, Eva is just like I'm I'm just gonna take this under control now. And, she goes yep. off and does her own thing. and Well, actually, that's uh, I think you're jumping apart here. Am I? Yeah, because we discover that they can't go back to his earlier memories because there's some beta blockers involved. So then uh, they end yeah. up going in past that point from the smell of some dead rodent. Anyway, Yeah, weird. they remind him of yeah, exactly. the blocked memories. Yep, so then they go back in there and discover that he actually had a twin brother. And the twin brother died, mm-hmm. and doctors try to suppress that memory within him. Yeah. And that's kind of what changed his personality around a bunch of things. Because he was like this one way, but then after his brother died, he took on characteristics of his brother and kind of became an amalgam of the two. Yeah. Um, and within that, you know, uh, before his brother died, like a couple days before, we have him meeting uh, River. Yeah. And it's actually a really sweet oh, way that they meet, sweet. you know. Yeah. So they're at a, uh, oh, they're yeah. at a fair or yeah, whatever. Yeah, a fair thing, and they kind of neither of them are really digging it so much. Yeah. Like her mom or Johnny's mom is giving Joey his brother Joey attention. way yeah. more attention. Yeah, and, you know Johnny's not getting what he wants, so he just kind of goes off on his own and kind of finds this little cliff overlook spot with a bench. And yeah, um, and then River comes and. She, you know, she's like, oh, shit, someone else is here, and this is my spot. And she's yeah. like, oh, no, come join me. And 
you know, they end up talking and being really sweet and stuff. And then uh, it's like, oh, we'll see you next year. And it's like, yeah, well, what if I can't find you? And it's like, well, we'll meet on the moon. Yeah, which is, was the most adorable part because throughout the whole game, she'd been making these these rabbits. Yeah. Out of um, paper. Out of origami paper. rabbits. Yeah, origami rabbits again and again. And I thought it was related to the dead rabbit roadkill. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, why is that such a thing? But then you discover that they were looking up at the sky and she's like, I see a rabbit in the sky. Yeah. And he's like, I see it too. And the moon is his belly and we'll meet right on the belly of the rabbit in the moon. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's fucking like wow <laughs> yeah so then so then we get that information and then your your character your uh one of the doctors rosalie so then this is the part you're going to get into next yeah, yeah so yeah. yeah just to connect like how that all happens is then after joey dies um johnny takes or gets fed some beta blockers to block out yep. the memories of his brother yep um and completely forgets ever meeting River. Yeah. Basically, but then ends up meeting her later on, but River still remembers those things. And, the and like, I, I guess it's because of, you know, the autism-like disease she has. She can't be like, hey, she can't straight up tell don't him, you remember this? She was trying, trying to remind to. him. Yeah. She was like, look at this bunny. What do you see? You know what I mean? And doing things like that. Of yeah. Like, uh, we're going to be near this lighthouse because lighthouses are like stars to her, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, live here. This means something to you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he never, never quite remembered. No. Um, so, so then in steps the doctor, making a uh, pretty bold decision. Yeah. So basically, the doctor is like, "Well, if the motivation behind that was, well, if he lost the memory because he lost Joey, yeah, and the motivation behind it was to meet River again, yeah, then let's get rid of River." Yeah. Which is basically what she did. And you know the other doctor, and it's it's an interesting flip that they did on this, where the doctor that was so uh, calloused and emotionless about the whole process yeah. was like, whoa, we can't fucking do this. Like, that's, yeah, this that's is too far. Okay. Like, I know this is her job, but like, yeah. you can't just erase this woman's... Yeah, like, obviously, this woman memory. made him very happy. Like, this was the love of his life. Yeah. You know, why would you do that to him? But, you know, the other doctor was like, well, this is literally what he signed for, so we're just giving him what he asked for. Kind of like the, the devil's deal. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is literally what you asked for. Um, so they start doing that, and then that's yeah, when things th- get weird. Yeah, well, that's, that's one of the parts that I wish they kind of dig deeper in. So yeah. I guess... The kind of surprise from that is that she also went back in time and saved the brother. Yes. And, like, I thought there was this really interesting question come up. It's like, hey, do you want to live your life with your brother or the love of your life? Yeah. You know, and it was kind of, it kind of made that, like, a very binary choice. And, like, that's a horrible choice. That's a terrible choice. To have to make. Like, yeah, I I, I thought that's where they were going with it. I thought they were going to dive deep on that. Yeah. But they didn't. No, they, what ended up happening is that she didn't actually remove River. Yeah. She just changed, moved, moved, yeah. Yeah, moved exactly. her. And they ended up meeting again when they both went to work at NASA. Yeah, which I I don't know. It's like so cliche romantic, but like it was pretty I, cute, I, I think it fit. Like, you oh, know, yeah. You could, yeah, I think it kind of fit. It, it sucked for me that it kind of just gave up in the whole, yeah. you know, losing one or the other kind of yeah, exactly. aspect that it could have taken. But on the other hand... He had accomplished like a dream that became his, and him and his brother became really successful. Yeah, his brother became successful, and which was interesting too is his brother made his success 
primarily off of Johnny yeah. for the most part because you know he wrote a book and the book was To the Moon and it's about Johnny's desire to go to the moon to meet yeah. this girl. Yeah. And then they both end up meeting and the song that played when he's writing his letter just to NASA and I like that was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah ninjas were cutting onions in my room man <laughs> um yeah so that that was really nice and then and then you get this moment where you know you uh you then get to watch johnny and river and they go off into the moon on their spaceship and what what then is interesting to me is so did that actually happen or is that just altering the memories of johnny so johnny just had memories of that happening Okay, that that didn't actually real. happen. Yeah, in they the didn't real change world. reality. Yeah, that's what I thought what was going on. So then, the real fuckery that they give you at the end is like, sure, we're gonna go to another place, and then your doctors are packing up, good to go. And then, just like when the heartbeat changes in the dream world, you get a little, whoop, you get a little inception flip on you, where you you get the beep, like you're in the dream world, but it's supposed to be the real world. And it's like, what's the dream world or the real world here? Well, yeah, and the guy doctor takes medicine. Yeah, I think is what happens. So it's like. Is he inside his own? Yeah, exactly. Memories. What, what's going on here? Yeah, so that, that's what I took from it. Is like he's inside his own memories. Shit, I didn't even think of that. that. Okay, yeah, that's kind of how. I so took you're that. reliving his old memories. Yeah, and then after that, it's like Game to ends. be continued or yeah. something. You know, there's more to the story. Yeah, uh, which I, I don't know. Did they cover that in a bird story? I don't know. I didn't play it. It's a different character that's not super related to the two characters that you play in the first game yeah but uh there is some tie-in yeah and so it's in the same universe so yeah i don't know it's interesting it's a sweet story in the end it's definitely it's it's protagonists if you're gonna call them that the main character the characters that you play as suck yeah there's not much redeeming about them yeah there's not much redeeming about almost any of the dialogue i like River was pretty pretty fine. You can tell she's kind of distance and kind of, kind of like look, looking into the distance like a, a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and Johnny, you know, seemed kind of caring, but also kind of calloused just from all the things he's had to experience. Yeah, exactly. But it was like, it was cool to see how the things started to take place. Like you look at his clocks and it's like, it's a silenced clock. Why the hell does he have a silenced clock? But then you go back to when she's getting diagnosed yeah. and he even talks to the person at the counter. He's like, can you please shut this clock up? Like it just, it doesn't work for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like just other little things like that, like you start to see how these come into yeah, place. Yeah, that's where the storytelling's done well, but the dialogue side, like, yeah, no other character other than like the main characters of the story, like those four main characters, have like a voice to them yeah. at all. No, absolutely. Like it's just the most generic written dialogue you could imagine. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of does make the world feel a little bland yeah. at times. I mean, I think the. Uh, the mother Lily or whatever had some interesting things to say to a point you know when you asked her a couple questions mostly that she's like going crazy (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, that was pretty much it oh wait oh you're thinking of the other mother I'm thinking of the mother of the two kids that are living in the mansion oh yeah yeah the servant yeah yeah uh, servant (laughs) servant that's what she was doing yeah I mean I guess so Um, but I I don't know I didn't she had some kind of interesting things to say, an interesting perspective, but still not written in an interesting yeah, way at all. Yeah, it just wasn't it fleshed was still out very bland much. Yeah, because what happened character. with her was that her husband died over in the war, basically, and that, yeah. uh, you know, she didn't know where to go, what to do. So then he ended up taking her in, and then she ended up getting money 
from her husband dying so that she was able to sustain herself and just fine but she ended up sticking around and in the end of it all for some reason the, uh, Johnny gives her his house yeah and that was pretty much the end of that and it carries on from there but yeah it was it was good it was sweet had a lot of feels to it yeah yeah hit, hit, hit those feelings hit the feelings the right in the strings. dick I don't know I don't think it was like the most feels heavy game no played, I thought it was going to be more feels heavy to be honest yeah that's what I was hoping for, but it it wasn't. I feel like I think it was because it, it slow rolled those emotions. Yeah, it slow rolled. Oh, we we didn't even talk about like I think one of the highlights as far as comedy goes in the game, where okay, so an animal attacks and then the battle music starts and you're like, oh yeah, because the kids are like, yeah, I don't think you can role play, and she's like, I can role play, and she pronounced like RPG fight against. But that was another like fourth wall thing, and like I thought it was funny, man. Because kind of funny, but in the context of the game, like I was just weird. walking by, the squirrel jumped out at us, and then my character, I'm like, "That's it, I'm gonna punch this squirrel." So I go over to punch it, and they're like, "What the fuck? That's animal abuse! What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. you get my mom to call, and you're going to go to jail?" And it's like, "Shit, okay, yeah." I was role playing, but it sets up this this concept of uh, you know it being a grounded world. But then when they're constantly doing nods at you like that, like yeah. it, I don't know. It just, it feel like, I feel like it tries to undermine itself at every turn. And yeah. because the story of Johnny and River is so endearing, it somehow skates There's by. so many dialogue things that are just like, this story's silly. Yeah, exactly. Like there's so many like calling out its own story type thing or it's, uh, don't do that. Yeah. Like even at the end when it's like, you know, you're you're exploring NASA and everything. It's like, boy, these are small elevators. Who cares? Or like, oh man, the top and bottom of that rocket look really cool because it wasn't showing the top yeah, and bottom of the part, rocket. Yeah, that part, like, oh it's my so god, stupid. that annoyed me so much. Yeah, it like just draws a window showing the middle of the rocket. It's like, man, it real sucks for people who can't see the top or the bottom of those rocket. They're real nice looking. Yeah, it's like, oh. why? I, I understand being self-aware and that, you know, you can't do all the art in the game at all times. Maybe they couldn't draw that out or whatever. But, like, I don't have any emotional attachment to that. Like, I'm sure it'd be funny. For I was about to find out if Johnny succeeded in getting, like, yeah. fulfilling his dreams. Don't joke about that at that time. <laughs> like, it's it's not what I want to hear at this moment. I, I'm invested in the story. Quit it with the jokes. Yeah. You know? It's, I don't know, man. It's like watching a really sad movie or watching the final moment pay out and then a character's like, hey, isn't this funny? <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's the character you're playing as. You know what I mean? And it just, it doesn't feel like it represents how I feel as a player at all. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Fourth Wall is just really not a great way to do comedy. I think, like, the only good example I think anyone has ever Deadpool. seen of it. Well, like, <laughs> Deadpool does it well. It's like the whole character's stick and it, like, yeah nails that all the time and it's like hey there's this very specific niche for yeah, exactly. it Deadpool f- fulfills that but in like a story that's trying to do its own thing and has a successful fourth wall joke is the very end of Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah exactly oh you're still there you know what I mean yeah like, and it's, it's like this is after all the story is done that's the only way they can make a fourth wall joke work in a movie yeah, well he does do a couple I mean he talks to the camera right yeah, well, it's, but like that's just his thing. Well, it's narrator style yeah, thing. It's exactly. kind of more like yeah. Shakespearean type play yeah. type stuff. It's, but he's not like, acknowledging you, the audience, yeah, in in per se. So yeah, it it doesn't get in the way of itself. Whereas this definitely does. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope we see that addressed in a better way. 
in the newest game coming out. Yeah. And uh, I may pick up a bird story, but I'm not going to go out of my way for it. <laughs> yeah, not rushing for it. To be honest, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's how we feel about this game. Let us know how you feel about it if you decide to play it down in mm-hmm. the comments there. You can leave a review on the iTunes and the Google Plays, everything like that. Yeah. Next week, we are going to be playing Banner Saga. So, you know, Ooh. get on top of that if you want. It's got like, uh, what, what is it? It's like an RTS game or no? Uh, not no, RTS. Turn-based turn strategy. Yeah, turn-based strategy game. Looks really cool. Beautiful art style made from some ex-Bioware guys, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Looks sweet. Really excited to play it and get into that. Anyway, folks, this has been Namecast this week. I'm also going to let you know that uh, if you aren't already, maybe try following us on Twitter because that's where we post all our updates about things if videos aren't coming yeah, out. Yeah, we are on Twitter. Anything, yeah, we are on yeah. Twitter at NamecastYT. So that is at NamecastYT, and that is us there. I can't think of anything else more to say. If you're not already subscribed, consider doing that. And if you want to share it off to friends, we're YouTube.com slash NameCast. Oh, that feels so good to say. Anyway, folks, we are going to take off, and I hope you have a wonderful week. And, you know, uh, help us take down Bonus Barrel. See ya. Still a thing. Short steps and deep breaths. Everything is alright Chin up I can't Step into the spotlight She said I'm sad Somehow without any words I just Stood there Searching for an answer When this world is no more The moon is all we'll see I'll ask you to fly away with me Until the stars all fall down They empty from the sky But I don't mind If you're Breathe.
things all.